Oh, we got really quiet for me, guys. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 707 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Ben Askren can't hear us, but he is here. I got you. Is that now, any better? Can. Okay. Yeah. Got Ben. We got JD. He's got his best 2002 UNK Loper shirt on. He always he Lopers. always goes the extra mile for us. Sometimes it looks like losers when you glance at it and you gotta look real closely. And take remember, you take that back. I I didn't even say it, so I can't take it back. I said it looks like we know they're not they're the they're the winners. That's right, not lo- losers. But uh, I so I said yesterday be some cool news. Ben was it, did did the news disappoint? Is it pretty cool? Are you pumped? Uh, very cool news. I feel like there was kind of like. I don't want to say rumors, but was it somehow announced a little bit before? I don't know. Like, was it out there a little bit or no? They came out with a press release uh, yesterday morning saying that okay. they were having a press conference with announcing oh, Iowa and Oklahoma good. State and USA versus a team TBD. But that was just Got it. TDB. a couple hours Maybe before. Maybe it was just in my dreams then. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, I texted so much, you what it was. So much fun. Remember? <laughs> no, not nah, that's not what I meant. Appreciate. Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I can't make it though. I told you I can't find a flight back in time from. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's really where are you going? Germany or Colombia? No, no, no Colombia. Fast Twitch hooked it up. Oh, I, he's there too. Maybe we'll hang out. Well, I, I think he'll be there on that. He's day, probably not gonna be there for six busy. months. I don't think it's yeah. that invasive of a stem cell treatment, but you're going to Columbia. In fact, I think he will probably be in Arlington. Yeah, he'll probably be in the greater. Oh, he'll be loving it. That's a very good guess. Hometown. He's, he's hometown hero. That's right. So, okay, so you're getting stem cells, so you can't go. and you got to get the stem cells. You can't, you can't so move unfortunately, this. I'm flying back that day. I'm flying back that day. But there's not a direct flight from Medellin to Dallas. What in the heck is going on? Like... I mean, maybe I need to hire a private jet. I would, you know, if I were someone in your position, you want to watch this match. You're gonna, you're not gonna want to miss this. I mean, I think. Listen, Dean Fix is savage. I don't know if the if John Smith will go for it or USA, but the show wants it. I think they should let. I think they should let him uh, double up. Wrestle. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, there's you wrestle two duels in a day. Why not? Uh, you know, a, an international the, and uh, a folk style duel. The thing is, they'll probably have to work with whoever's deciding match order because it's unlikely you can wrestle the second weight at each one. Yeah. So what, what they do? should do is start the USA versus Iran duel uh, at 57 and start 57 kilos and start. Oh, are you sh- oh the duels are running concurrently. They're going one match, then the next, and one match, then the next. Oh, That's the got plan. It, got it, got it. So then start uh, Iowa three. Oklahoma State at 141. Yeah. Very simple. We fix mm-hmm. that. Dayton doesn't get tired. Two matches. That would be freaking epic. Um, I'm oh, sure yeah. he'll wrestle for Oklahoma State. Curious if uh, he can do double duty. He certainly can. I'm, I can imagine he would want to. We'll just see if they if they go for it. But really exciting. So if you don't know the news, Iowa and Oklahoma State are going to wrestle at Texas Rangers Stadium, which I'm sure has a better name than that. Um, Globe, Globe Life Field. Globe, Globe, Globe Life Field. Globe Thank you. Which is not really a better name, but in Arlington, <laughs> in Arlington, Texas. So uh, and alongside, there's going to be a USA versus Iran duel. Uh, Rich Bender said uh, of USA Wrestling said he expects ones for both both squads to be there, which nice. would be awesome. 
And immediately, I mean, actually before, David Bray won't stop talking about this. He's been talking about it forever. He wants Gable and Zari to wrestle in the worst way. And the well, wrestling. I called it a WrestleMania, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it. you would rather WrestleMania, rather have it I'm there. I'm sorry than- that I want the greatest platform on planet Earth for that match. It's the great wrestle. WWE is the greatest platform on planet Earth. No, WrestleMania, just specifically WrestleMania. That's the greatest platform on planet Earth. Uh, we would indoctrinate so many new wrestling fans. That's literally yeah, Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. They should just do it at the Super Bowl. They should do it at the Super Bowl. We should do show. it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. Do it. There we do go. It then I love it. So uh, yeah, it's not going to be at WWE. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's going to be oh, at, what at, happens? Re- at a wrestling, a real wrestling match. I will never get on the fake wrestling train. I'm sorry. So hateful. I'm not hateful. It's just my opinion. Uh, uh, I don't like a lot of things. Well, I hope it happens. Gable seems to be committed. Someone said they're wrestling Ohio State the night before, but um, I got to think Minnesota's got someone else that can wrestle at heavyweight against Ohio State, right? Yeah, they don't have to have someone. I mean, if it was Gas Tank Gary still, you would have to have Gable for that. Otherwise, you're dead meat. But, you know. Not it's not as nece- Gable's not as necessary now, um, and I think he so he he stimulated the conversation even further when he got in the Instagram yeah. comments immediately and said immediately. tell and he said tell Zare, um, I'm coming tell Zare tell Iran to send Zare I'm pulling up, so yeah. he wants Zare Zare was cutting promos at, at Worlds yeah. wanting uh, very much making no secret that he wanted to wrestle Gable, they both went basically the same path. To their world titles, going through Akul and then Gino. Yep. And it's like it's it's maybe the number one international match to make right now. I mean, is there is there a bigger match you could make right now in international wrestling than Zari versus Gable? Oh, I'm in. Probably not. You could maybe argue Dake Sitikov. Uh, sorry, yes, Dake Sitikov. That would be big. That would be big. But I think. This one is actually probably easier to promote because Gable is mega superstar, has kind of transcended wrestling, and it's heavyweights. It's like for the heavyweight crown, the baddest man on the planet. Yes. They love heavyweights. And these are actually exciting heavyweights. So very exciting. Very exciting. And you know, it's I well, there's a question in here that's like how many oh, how many limbs must Gable be missing for it to be competitive against Big Zare. It's like, guys, this is... The the word around USA Wrestling going into the Olympics is the guy they were the most worried about going into that. Wasn't Gino, wasn't Taha, it was Zare. They thought he was the toughest Mm -hmm. potential matchup for Gable. And I agreed. Because there's no replicating domestically the things that that Zare does with his hand fighting and his strength and his positioning and underhooks. And... He's he is the toughest matchup in the world for for Gable, no question about that. Yeah. So it's it's a super competitive match. Look at what he just did to Gino. Um, he he didn't handle Taha the way the way Gable did, but to think that this is not going to be anything but competitive, I I'd be really surprised. And I picked Gable to win everything. I think Gable would beat him here, but it is a really really big task for Gable. Gable gonna whoop him. Whoop him. Ah, you guys are just being a little too negative. Sorry to throw some in there. Yeah, Gable probably didn't get him. Yeah, I mean, I would expect that too. But if you think that Gable's just going to run through this guy, no way. 
No so I love there. the move. I love the move to have this uh, to have this dual meet uh, alongside each other because in America, fair or not, right or wrong, D one is where the eyes are. Yeah, right? call Justin King. It's King. It's King, and so you're going to expose a lot more people because people are going to watch Iowa Oklahoma State. That's huge. Um, and you expose them to amazing freestyle wrestling, which we all think is as exciting, if not more exciting, than folk style. And it's going to be the best of the best. And I don't know if the Iranian fans are going to be able to show up, but why not? There's going to be some I, Iranian. I, mean, Dallas I don't is know. A big place. There's going to be some serious Iranian communities in Dallas. You think? I don't know. Why else? Why not? Dallas, Fort Worth area is gigantic. It is a gigantic area, but I know like L.A. is a huge area for for. Iranians, and that's why, like when the World Cup was there, they were la- they were there were more Iranian fans than American fans, and we were in America. There are over thirty thousand Iranian Americans in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I don't know if that's a lot. Thirty thousand. Now there's only twenty seven thousand. <laughs> there's only twenty seven thousand capacity. We're good yeah, to go, right. baby. <laughs> that would be epic if it was all Iranian <laughs> fans. That's uh, funny. Yeah. So. That's super exciting. The uh, Iowa Oklahoma State. It's cool. Iowa and Oklahoma State have done a couple really cool things. They had the the outdoor duel at Kinnick back in yep. twenty sixteen, awesome. maybe. I think it was yeah, sixteen. Some around there. Uh, that was amazing. Yes, it was twenty sixteen. I'm almost positive. So now they're gonna do it at the Globe Life Stadium. It's gonna be fantastic. There's also a lot of Iranians in Houston. Because of the energy companies. So huh. maybe you guys could put some flyers up. Put some flyers up in Houston. Houston's kind of a drive to Dallas, but we can try. Yeah, it's, all, like, it's like two hours. Two, Listen, to see Yazdani the greatest, they'll drive. They, they drive for Yazdani. Yeah. We had another question about... The Dallas is three and a half. Dallas, oh, is it? Well, it depends who's driving, JD. I got a lead foot. <clears throat> we can get him there quick. So... Uh, exciting stuff there, and and you had mentioned t- Tom Brands had a comment there that that piqued your curiosity, Ben. Why, why don't you bring that up now? Yeah, he he is, he mentioned something about that the uh, what did he say? He said that the the new guys are not waiting for the I can't the anyways, the guys who got an extra year from Corona to to get out. They're trying to beat beat them in the wrestle offs, and I was curious who, right? Because I mean, obviously like Spencer Lee. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Uh, you know, I, Drake Hall is good, but I have a hard time seeing him beating Austin DeSanto. Um, I guess you brought up Patrick Kennedy. That might be a good pick right there. But Yeah, Kennedy, I, if, I, I, assuming he's a 74, but the idea of him beating... He's got two seniors ahead of him. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I would Renault. wonder about 84. Is Could anyone be pushing Nelson? Could Kennedy be going up there? I don't I don't know. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he's that big. Um, could it be? I mean, seems unlikely. Ratchie's already pushing Mirren. Ratchie's pushing Mirren. That would surprise me. I that like Ratchie, but I don't think yet. Wyatt Henson. See, I mean, I, well, I don't think forty-one, forty-nine. Forty-one, probably. He's listed as forty-one. I don't see he's him good. beating Jaden. Yeah. And do they have a big fifty-seven? Uh, I don't think they have like a guy at fifty-seven that. Would be would be contending there, so I wonder who it is. I'm looking through the roster, and I, I yeah, I mean, we kind of outlined the best bets, but 
I just don't see any of those playing out. Well, the best guy is probably Patrick Kennedy, other than Drake. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I they really say. don't have a good backup at fifty-seven. They're, they only have they have two on the roster. Both of them, I don't I don't really even know who they are. Yeah, so I'm yeah I'm curious. I'm curious what happens at eighty-four this year with with Abasad and um, Nelson Brands again. Like Nelson just took him out last year, and really Abe didn't hardly get a look. So, yeah. you know what what does that mean? I mean, because Nelson's only a junior. He's got well, two they're years. They're both left. actually sophomores again, right? Well, Nelson's a junior and Abe's a sophomore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, got it. Okay. Moving on. Um, Wait, I Nelson's only been in college three years. How does he not have then three years left? Because one of them wouldn't have counted. Who Abe? So he redshirted in eighteen nineteen. In nineteen twenty, he was a freshman. In twenty twenty one was last year, but. Last year didn't count against his eligibility. Who are you talking about? Nelson Brands. Um, you sure about that? Yeah, I'm looking. I, so I, it says junior, but I clicked on it because I didn't think that was correct. And it says 1819, he registered, 18-0 record in uh, unattached tournaments. Yeah, he's 20, a sophomore. 19, 20, he's a sophomore. Maybe, so maybe, three years left. maybe they're, they're listing their academic class, but not um, – like from an eligibility perspective, yeah. Well, but Abe yeah, Abe is listed as a sophomore, also. Which, yeah, I guess he's only been in college two years, but he didn't he didn't uh, he redshirt that year. first year. So, from an eligibility standpoint, he'd be at the same place. Yes, but obviously so they both have three years. Year. Yeah, you're right. They both have three yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Well, you you wonder if they both stick. I mean, Nelson's obviously not going anywhere, but. If, yeah. if Abe's on the bench again this year, does he look elsewhere, or does yeah, he? Because I mean, Warner's got. I don't. I don't see. I don't know if Abe can go up. There's no going down. I don't think so. Maybe I just stick it out. Yeah, uh, man. We are only like three weeks from open tournaments and duels happening. It's so. Oh cool. yeah. Are you excited? Are you what? So are you going to any events? Are you just getting stem cells I love Penn all, State. all winter? Oh, yeah. Iowa Penn State for sure. NCAs. You're going to NCAs this year? Oh, yeah, sometimes absolutely. you book. Uh, I won't. I won't last year. Oh yeah. Not for the entirety of it, but I did go. I snuck in last year, um, <laughs> for for a little bit, and then I'm gonna go for sure to. We're going to Mizzou Alumni Night. They're wrestling Northern Iowa and Virginia Tech. So that should be fun. Dang. Yeah. That'll be a good day. Yeah, it'll be a good day. Three good, three good solid duels. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking about red trading and young guys and whatnot, John Smith also in the press conference yesterday, I thought it was interesting. Said, uh, I think he said we hope to have our best lineup by January, and talked about there are some young guys coming up who can make the starting lineup, but they are probably going to red shirt them for the first half. Yeah. So <clears throat> the obvious candidates there are, are Carter Young. Victor Voinovich uh, as as two guys that could really contend there um, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me to see either of those guys break in the lineup because with Carter Young I don't know who goes forty one if not Carter Young and then probably Dusty Dusty Hone and I think they Dusty's solid but I don't I don't see him as a as a solution for what Oklahoma State's trying to do this year and then yeah. with Voinovich. 
if he's a 49, you know, it's him versus G, I think I think John will roll out the best guy there at that weight class. I mean, it's, at this point with, with G, as good as he can be, it's like, is that going to get realized? Um, there's no doubt in my mind that if G got it all together, he would be the best guy for them at 49, uh, as good as Voyage is and will be. Travis Mastro is listed at 41, which is hilarious, because remember you guys had him wrestle Petty Gallagher at 160 last year? Oh, we, uh, and he was yeah. really small. Yeah. But could he be a possible at 49 also? Um, I, I mean, I suppose that it would surprise me if he went year one. Got it. I just, I just think if you got Voinovich or, or Mastro, I think Voinovich would probably be a better year one option. Yeah. He's good mat like, wrestler. Very Strong. good mat wrestler. Super solid. I just think Mastro's, you know, just need maybe just needs a little more time, but but who knows? Yeah, they got a big ass roster. Jeez Louise! Oh yeah, a lot of cowboys. So that'll be uh, it'll be curious to see, man. They still really need a heavyweight there. I mean, Austin's tough, but they've just not been able to find that uh, that heavyweight. I'm just, if they should have gotten on the gas tank Gary sweepstakes. Stillwater with a large. Dude, they have almost fifty carry. people on the roster. Chris, I was just counting. They have. I counted forty-eight. I counted it really fast, so I could. I could be off by forty-eight. Uh, one or two. I. I listen. I could be off. I scrolled through it really fast, but I got forty-eight. That's a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, That's a lot of people. Also, kind of disrespectful, uh-huh. Dawson Harris. He's basically on the same level as Gary Traub. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Do you say why? So? Yeah, you're right. Forty-eight people on the. Crazy. Well, he, he's not going to uh, unite a he's not going to unite a community, dude. And Austin Harris, I feel like was not very good, and he he actually had a really good NCAs last year. But I was like shocked about it. I feel like his record. I'll look at his record up, but it wasn't that good last year. Records Let's were see. weird last year, though. When you records were weird think last about year. It. Let's um, see. He went five and eight at one ninety seven in twenty eighteen. Five and twelve his sophomore year, and last year he went twelve and eight. So. Let's let's not put him on gas tank Gary's level just yeah. yet. Yeah, S- settle settle yourself there. Best wins. Uh, he beat Zach Elam by pinfall. Well, he beat he beat Matt Wenzel and- or Matt Matt Wenzel Matt Stencil also. All right, he's the goat. <laughs> uh, how did he do? It? He lost to our guy Wyatt Hendrickson, one of our favorite troops. Yeah, he he was one one win away from All American after entering the tournament as a twenty nine seed. Dang, I know crazy, seeds right? were sort of wacky as we kind of figured they yeah. would be. Yes, yeah, so they'll be well, all that's right. That's where Oklahoma State balled out at NCAAs. Remember, they had a bunch of. I mean, what's his name was thirty three. Got in because of an injury. <laughs> yeah, All Americans. The the, they pulled him off the operating table. And said, hey, he literally make- got in. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's an all timer. All I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, people forget. Wyatt Sheets was not in the tournament. Someone got hurt. He made weight and got eighth. That was while hurt. <laughs> while hurt. While wild. super hurt. Just somehow slightly less hurt. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt Sheets. All right. Yeah, that was wild. so. This duel, the duel, the Iowa versus Oklahoma State duel. Some really exciting potential matchups there. Obviously, DeSanto fix will be the most discussed bout of the of the entire yes. dual meet. Although, 
Honorable mention. 97. Fast Twitch versus Ladies Man. Who's the real Ladies Man? You know, AJ oh, Ferrari may think he is, but Jacob Warner is the true Ladies Man. What if you put them on an episode of The Bachelor together? You could do that. The Bachelors. <laughs> We're doing like Ladies a flow grappling fighting. Ultimate Fighter style reality TV show. What you if guys we are? Full, yes, full we are. Is? Yes. Stop. What, if, yeah, what are you doing? Real. Are you a house? Yeah. For how long? The, it's like two weeks. Yeah, winner gets into who's number one. How good are these guys? We, we may be good. breaking some news. They'd snap your legs. Damn, those dudes like ankle locks too much. It's so annoying. <laughs> the Abdel, I, I, yeah, I'd really hey, you love know, to compete. You know athlete, who's killing it? My ankle things. You know so, who's killing it in jiu-jitsu right now? Michael Pixley. Yes. He, he just Michael won. Michael Pixley, he was a Blue Springs kid, right? Uh, he won from, Fargo. And well, then he went to he Illinois. He did win Fargo. I don't, he's from Illinois. No, he was, he, this man was Michael Pixley went to Blue Springs for at least a minute. Okay, maybe he did, but he's he was from Illinois, as I recall. And then he went a bunch of places. <laughs> then he went a lot of places, and now he is in Mount Vernon, Illinois, the land of Daisy Fresh. If you're familiar with them, and he just double oh. won double gold. You know who else is doing good? Do you remember Gino Morelli, Ben? Yeah, he's from. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's killing it. And Carney Nebraska's on Dante Rodriguez. Really? Yeah, he just won. I, of Iowa State. Dante Rodriguez was like, mm-hmm. he went to Iowa State too, right? Iowa State, Northern Colorado. A lot of these jiu-jitsu huh. guys have went to multiple colleges. That's a part, <laughs> big part of their success. The journeyman element. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Michael Pixley's really good. Damn they it, think- I swear Michael Pixley went to Blue Springs, Missouri High School also. Okay, well, let's let's just stay on... It's okay. All right, stay on topic. Stay on yeah. topic. Flow Grappling Radio Live. Flow Grappling Radio Live. <laughs> so, yeah, we are doing... But I'm saying, where th- that started, we should do, like, a uh, one of those shows, Bachelor-type, uh, with uh, AJ Farr and Jacob Warner. Who says no? There you go. <laughs> you know? Um, so, are you... Uh, you know you need to throw Pat Downey in the house, of course, also. No. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah, we want the drama. Hey, he won't... You can invite him. He won't show up. Listen, we'll just go kidnap his ass and put him in the house and tell him to deal with it. He's locked up for two weeks. No. Right, the first time he's been in jail. <laughs> uh, no. There's not enough insurance in the world for that. Uh, right. man, that was always the most fun part about uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter when this, those dudes, you know, they got a little squirrely because they were in the house together so long and they started doing dumb stuff. Yeah, it'll get it'll probably get squirrely. Uh, I don't even know if we're all, <laughs> we're supposed to even talk, be talking about it. Uh-huh. I, I, it's not been fully announced what it is. But oh, uh, you guys just ruined it. Yeah, we didn't ruin it. There's only if I think uh, only Joe Gilpin's the only guy that uh, <laughs> follows jujitsu and grappling really closely or and wrestling. So we're probably fine. We wasted the good surprise on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So okay. Mm-hmm. That, those are some uh, exciting matches. Obviously, every dual meet, Iowa's going to be favored in this year, and they'll be favored in this one. But um, should, still should be a great, fantastic yeah. dual meet. So, we talked about the Penn State duel. They may not be favoring that one. I don't know, man. Really? Very close. We did it. We did it. We did the math yesterday. Uh, yeah. But I, I, Very close. Yeah, it could, it could be close. I mean, it will be close, but I do think Iowa will be favored. 
I guess if they get yeah. Soriano, it'll it'll change things. But it's uh, it's hardly there, there's other schools firmly in consideration there. That's a that's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Iowa State, Nebraska, Ohio State, Penn State. Those so, ones are all in consideration. Mm-hmm. Come on, Nikki Pushups ain't going to no damn Nebraska. <laughs> Can you imagine him and Lincoln? That ain't gonna work. Man, his shirt off. It's too cold. It's too cold in there. It'll work. It'll work. He's from New Jersey. <laughs> a place where New Jerseyans have had great success. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So Dayton double up was teased by Zoe, um, which would love to see that. Gable called him out. So that's that. Um, Do you say Iran matchups are amazing as well? If the number ones come. I think I think they will. Rich um, Bender was hopeful and basically said he was expecting. There you go. Number ones to come. I recommend it. So Joey McKenna maybe would be the guy for USA if Yanni's not able to because of Cornell stuff, mm-hmm. which would make mm-hmm. sense. But other than that, Ivy League it, ever heard of it? Yeah, that's where the smart kids go. All right, let's go to um, let's kick this segment back up, uh, JD. We, we were going pretty strong with it. Now it's uh. Now it's time to bring it back. The best whatever weight, whoever at the whatever weight we were doing that day to not win the past 10 years. Today we got 149. 149. So the contenders to be the best 49 to not win the past 10 years, Brandon Sorensen, Dave Havitt, Dylan Ness, Jason Chamberlain, Pat Lugo, Micah Jordan, Matt Kalodzik, LaVon Mays, Kevin Lavalley, and Nick Dardanes. Hmm. I feel like this one's less clear than the other ones. Uh, I think there's a simple – okay, there's a couple. Best overall career I think is probably Sorensen or Ness. Yeah. Well, Ness is up at 57, though, for a decent chunk. Two years, right? True, true. He's, he mm-hmm. had some time. He did make a final at 49. Uh, Lugo had the interesting distinction of being the one seed his yeah. senior year, which got coroned. So, but he has a whole career body of work is what he's DMP DMP eighth, yeah, Sixth? low, something like that. So, mm-hmm. to me, I feel like all right. If in a match, who would you take, Sorensen or Lugo? Sorensen, Sorensen for right? sure, for sure, right? Yes. And I kind of think Sorensen versus Ness is interesting because Ness was so crazy. Yeah. But I feel like Sorensen is the kind of guy that would give Ness so controlling. trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he was like a really a pretty smooth finisher. Sorensen beat a lot of really good dudes. I think it's him. I think it's Brandon Sorensen. Yeah, I think I, I think that's probably it. I, I don't really have a great argument. I mean, Chamberlain was good at forty nine, but I feel like I don't really have a. Yeah, Chamberlain argument made the it. finals. It was he good. was very good. That yeah. was a super good year. LaVon Mays had a nice run. Micah Jordan. Yep. It would have been – Micah, if he had just been 49 his whole career, would have been – I'd have been curious to see that because yeah. I feel like that was always his best weight and then it just didn't make sense for the lineup. First year he had to go 41 and then he had that one year up at 57 and then he got to go down to 49, yes. which is probably his best weight. Now, yeah. I think Kolodzik undefeated against Brandon Sorensen. Ooh. Mm. His senior, beat him his senior year, too, his final match. 
Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Matt Klozik has entered the chat. So Yeah, that's, that's I feel I feel like you know Sorensen, I think, is the number one, despite JD's evidence here. But uh even there, it's like it's not that compelling. I mean, it, it, you know, he was good but not great. And it maybe it was just maybe a lot of these guys are just overshadowed by Zane because Zane was so much better than everybody else. A little bit. And then Ashnall, um, his senior year destroyed everyone too. Hunton also lost to Ronnie Perry that year in his. Yeah, that was not the his uh, Sorensen's best year by that was, yeah, definitely by a long shot. Uh, he made the finals as a sophomore. I'm pretty sure. Yes, he did. He went four two three five. Yeah. Four two three five. Yes, I mean as far as the entire career, I don't think anyone that that's a pretty good golf that, score right? for a four time. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose he's he's doing better health wise too. It seems like he's uh he's doing great, which is Swanson strong, baby. Yeah, baby. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's him. I don't think uh I think Kalazic is a guy that will lose to some random dudes every now and again. Yes. Swanson lost to CJ Cobb in twenty fifteen oh, yeah. What? Uh, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I do. I think why would he do that? Why would he do that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. I don't know who talked him into that one. Bad idea. All right, so yeah. let's go. So we're all in agreement. Sorensen? I believe. I believe it's him. Yes. Yeah. What do you think, Sorensen? I mean, I kind of want to go Ness just for the fun factor, but it's probably Sorensen. Yeah. All right. Let's go to questions from friends. Man, we got a lot of questions. I scrolled today. I couldn't get to the end. Couldn't find it. Well, yeah, we haven't got to. Uh, we only got to. A few there were a bunch today. yesterday that we didn't get to, so there's like a, a little bit of a backlog. Yeah, a classic backlog. All right, thoughts on Michich? This is from Santiago Jums at my name is Jums. Thoughts on Michich going on his eighth year? I feel like the red shirts are a little out of hand, especially when some schools like Cornell have true freshmen compete. Seems a little unfair, especially when it comes to a face-to-face combat sport and big age gap. First of all, don't say, don't mention Cornell when yes. you talk about true freshmen. Yeah, go because <laughs> they do the Finger Lakes. Cornell, they, the majority of their guys get a gap year of yes. some kind. They have, Gabe Dean did. I mean, Kyle Dake famously did not. As did. And what year of done. eligibility is Vito on? Well, I don't know. I don't know what year of eligibility is. I know he's he's been around a minute, but he's only wrestled one year. <laughs> one year <laughs> at Cornell. So, but I don't know wow. if he has three left. Yeah, I think he only the Ivy has... League's weird because like they didn't get last year, but I don't know if it was free. And then the Ivy with corner, you can only be in school for so long. It's yeah. going to be a weird. Right weird. now, it's yeah, it's it's so strange because you have uh, Tom Brand suggested in the press conference he's got two guys on his seventh year, and you're like, wait, what? what? Right, well, yeah. camera, camera, and who, who's the other one? I don't even know who the other one is. Uh, it's not Jaden, is it? Um, Jaden's on year six, I think. How, or Caleb yeah. Young, yeah, the, they're Caleb same Young. age. Yeah, yeah. So so crazy, right? But seven, Steve Savan Mitchich. We looked at him one day. I can't remember. We brought it up before, but freaking eight years in college. I Tommy Boy stuff. I don't care. I think you should get four opportunities to wrestle at an NCAA tournament. Some will, people will get. Give five me one more this. opportunity, Christian. I'm coming back at 37. Do it. I mean, give me some eligibility. You, you talk about the age gap. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, it's you not. Know? It's like, I mean, it's not like the NCAA finals is not just a bunch of fifth year seniors smoking. I mean, AJ Ferrar is a true freshman at one. It's it's happened yeah. all the time. 
do you think like sometimes it hinders <laughs> yeah no it's like, but i'm so i would more take it from the point of like don't you guys got something to do with your life just get done with college already ben you're the number like, one advocate of us ben, stay in college as long as you want if you could listen i am saying college was the greatest time of my life i enjoyed it thoroughly and i have a pretty good life but you got to move on at some point eight years eight years it's also different when you're around the program all the time and training full time. Who know? I don't know if he was in school the past two years. Yeah, at all. If he was taking classes at all, he could have not been. He he could have moved on with his life and been like, hey, this is you know, a flip flop from Ben, by the way. Major flip flop. Why? Because you are just team go to college forever. It, as J- no, I'm team. Out. I'm team. Take an extra year. Don't rush your life because college is awesome. That's the team I'm on. But okay. at some point, at some point, you do have to move on to the real world. So you draw the line at three years? <laughs> I draw the line at eight years. Eight, eight years, years. Too many years to be in college if you're not a doctor. I can't. You don't know what, you don't know what Stevan Mises is major. For all we know, when you go to Columbia, he's going to be up. giving you your stem cell treatment. No, because he'll be wrestling still because he's in his eighth year of freaking college. You don't, it's an internship, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get the. You don't get medicine. I'm looking him up. Stephen Stephen Michich. Oh man, he's a great. At least he's a graduate student. He's not on his undergrad. Still after eight years. Okay. I wonder what he's studying. He's his, what is he getting his doctorate in? I'm trying to figure it out. It doesn't say. So next yeah. question. Let's Go keep it moving. It. Not listen to the Googles of. Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! He is uh, pursuing a master's degree in sports management. Okay. Sports management? Mm-hmm. That that's what I got my degree in. Wow. Boom. Part of it. Maybe he'll be the next FRL co host. <laughs> it's a shower across the bow, J D. <laughs> um I have no um, worries. <laughs> saw that Dayton May wrestle in college in, forever. Yeah, he's not gonna graduate. Saw that Dayton May wrestle in Iowa and around to any possibility if Gilman doesn't wrestle, we see Spencer do double duty as well. Be great. I say zero point zero percent chance of that happening. I wouldn't expose Spencer to any extra matches when he's trying to focus on winning his fourth title and helping Iowa win a team title. I would not. I would not do that. Just let him. Well, I'm on the opposite side. Let's let's throw Spencer in there. Let's have some fun here. Ben, you just choose the things that you want. I just want to see the exciting wrestling matches. That's where I'm at. I'm not their coach. Not their father. I'm not their consultant. I want to see good wrestling matches. I want Ferrari versus Gable. I want Ferrari versus Stevenson at WrestleMania. I want Spencer Lee versus Iran. I want all the exciting wrestling matches. I want I want Ozzy Man Strong Boy versus Iran. He might fight Hasbulla and the undercard. <laughs> that would be electric. If Ozzy Man Strong Boy fought Hasbulla on the Iran USA, <laughs> that would be mad numbers. That'd be that would go dummy hard, fam. <laughs> Do it. Uh, Is Ozzy been training? I, you said nah, he sneaks he, he into practice sometimes. Yeah, he likes he can only hit his daddy, no one else, and uh, but he does get mad and hit Andy sometimes. So then he has to get yelled at. <laughs> he can only hit his daddy. That's a rule you have. Yeah, that's does the rule. Yeah. Does he say that I can only hit my daddy? Yeah, he knows. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we gotta get him on the show at some point. <laughs> All right, what is it about? Uh, this is from Miles. At some point today, what is it about JB that he's not just popular among? Americans, but foreign fans seem to love him as well. As well, Iranians boo DT and Gino as they walked out to the finals. They didn't boo JB. 
Well, boot DT. I didn't hear that. It, no, that's what I'm gonna say. The okay. Iranians have major, major respect and love for really almost like the Americans as as a whole. They love they 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 respect. They went wild when David pinned Yazdani in Iran. Like they were they they like David yeah. um, as much as they do. They obviously really want Yazdani to win. I think they just like they, good wrestling and tough competitors. They really do. They, I mean, they just. I think they view Jordan has treated the Iranians and Iranian wrestlers with a lot of respect, and I think that goes a long way. And he's been around since 2011. He's the most popular wrestler who's ever lived. So he's just represented himself that way for a long time. So he's just he's just loved maybe more. But I, yeah. the Iranians have mad respect for for USA wrestling. Yeah. Um, that, and you you saw what it meant to Yazdani. So I don't, I didn't hear. I mean, I was there. I don't remember booze. They certainly wanted their guy, and were cheering hard. So, for Oh, hold on, Christian. But is it just Americans? Or do, they, do they like the Russians also? Like, no, I think it's the Americans. Really, they don't like the Russians. I did, uh, not that I've observed like they do. Really? The, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I was talking with uh, in the back room with Jaden, one of the Iranian press members comes up and was like, "You're a great wrestler. You you uh, you have great respect, and it's like very complimentary." So I I think okay, they just uh, I think they they like how our guys carry themselves. As do I. I love mm-hmm. this question. From PSU wrestling fan, why do pins and text not matter in freestyle? I get the criteria points matter when figure out seventh place and on. It'd be nice to have bonus points in freestyle. I freaking agree. I totally agree. I think they should. I think they should count. If we're gonna ha- have team scores in this, I think there should be. You should get more points for a pin and more and 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 text, right? Yeah, just do it similar. But do it similar to the um, uh, NCAs. You know, you know the one or two switches out make the NCAs, but you could do something like that where there's advancement points also. Um, so that way, you know, you guys and the whole. I mean. I would obviously do real wrestlebacks because the way they determine seventh through tenth is it's kind of just luck of the draw because if you get an easy dude or two first round, I mean that's why I got seventh place in the Olympics because my dude sucked and I pinned him and uh and I got five points. And that was more than everyone else's four or three, so I took seventh. Yeah. Well how uh I don't know how bad anyone could be at the Olympics. Was he that bad? No, he actually took a world bronze, but I decked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you cradled him up. <laughs> yeah, but no. So, uh, I mean, then obviously if we had real, if we had a real bracket and we had real advancement points and then we had real, like, I don't know, go to eighth place. I do sometimes think about this, um, in the fact that like we have this prestigious thing called it all American. We would all agree that that's prestigious at the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, and it's top eight, right? And it's kind of arbitrary that we just picked eight. I think at some point, if you go far enough back, it was only six and we moved it to eight. Yeah. And we have this thing called the blood round. It is this very dramatic round where if you lose, you are not an All-American and you finish in the top 12. If you win, you are top eight and you make All-American. But at the Worlds, we only we essentially go to four, right? Because there's, right, there's yeah. three, two third places. But it's like, why couldn't we go to sixth and call sixth all world or something? And then it would be this huge accomplishment, you know, first through sixth place. And that's kind of like it's where a lot of brackets go would make sense. Um, you know, why do we have to? And obviously the one, two and three are set because of the Olympics. And that was set 100 years ago. But I don't think it has to be one, two, three. It could be first through sixth, get 
you know, all world or something to that effect. I think that's a good idea too. I, I think yeah. those, I think having bonus points and sort of extending the, the podium in a slightly different way would be cool. Yeah. Um, I think the bonus points is a little more realistic, honestly. Yeah. It might do it for oh. simplicity reasons. Like Which? Keeping it no bonus points. Like it's much easier to calculate out potential well, obviously. team points. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not that but hard. just because something's easy doesn't mean it's the best. Yeah. I, I understand why you do it. The the daily news leader tournament in, in uh Shenandoah Valley can keep bonus points. I think I think United <laughs> World Wrestling could too. <laughs> like Yeah. I don't know. And, There's and a lot of numbers to crunch, guys. Yeah, if I mean, and if honestly, at some point we just left the IOC, then we would have we we could get rid of the idiotic notion that we have to make the bracket as as likely as possible for someone not good to place, right? Because that, that's essentially why we have the bracketing in the current format is to give someone uh, uh, someone who's not as good the most likely chance to take a third place, because one of their criteria, a literal criteria for how good the sport is in the IOC is the amount of different countries that win medals. Mm-hmm. So Perfect. if we got rid of that notion, which is, you know, it's just stupid. If they're not good, they're not good. It's not like, I mean, what if the NCAA, guys, what if the NCAA bracket, Christian, you go nuts. What if the NCAA bracketing criteria was we want as many schools as possible to win medals? Would you go nuts or what? I'll go nuts. Like we're going to have Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, and Oklahoma State in the same quad on the brackets, so three of them get eliminated, and that way we're not having as many of those guys all American. Oh, we have seating now, so right Lo- loose seating. Well, I mean, well, it's a seating system supposed to incentivize guys to wrestle. So I'm curious Got if it. that improves over the next quad if people start taking it a, a little more seriously. A little more serious. Because it does, it does matter. Because then, obviously, in a case where you're not, the problem is the the really best number ones and twos don't really care all that much. You know, um, what my idea is, what's that? It should be only. It should not. The seed should not be earned by the individual, but by the nation. That way, if yeah, I agree. Whoever, uh-huh. If if Sajulayev's not going places, or we're not sending whoever, <clears> but they're. Russia is going to, and America is going to, through accumulation of going to tournaments, yeah, I like it. get good seeds. But that does not incentivize your superstars to wrestle. That incentivizes the best display at the world championships. Yeah, well, right that now... That incentivizes countries actually to not wrestle your best ones, to send your twos that are going to get second and first still. Well, they're, not, they're already not going, so it doesn't yeah, make sense going. to... It doesn't make sense for the number two Russian to... Um, Go go either right because yeah. he knows he's not going to beat out Sajulayev. So it solves a problem. It doesn't solve all the problems. And these guys don't even Sitikov and Guryev. They didn't even go to Worlds, right? So the idea yeah. that they're going to go to rankings tournaments all over the place is just not realistic. Yeah. So just let the let the country honestly. Person. So many of United World's problems are dictated by the IOC's bad policies. And you and I and JD could fix it in 45 minutes on a podcast. It w- would not be very hard at all. Would not be hard. Would not be tough. I mean, so it would still be hopefully tough they to incentivize start... like, people like Sajalive and Sitikov to wrestle more than three or four times a year. I, 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 give me 45 minutes. You want me to solve it right now, JD? I'll solve it. No problem, Bubba. 45 minutes. Okay, solve it without Ready? paying them. It, it's easy. Yeah, you're going to pay them. Duh. 
<laughs> I mean, you're going to sell the contract to Flow Wrestling, which is going to be really happy and pay you more money if you get a lot of viewers. So I'm going to put some type of Grand Prix system in, in which the winners of X amount of tournaments get points, right? So they are incentivized to go. It's exactly because, what it is now. Uh, I understand. But I'm, then I'm going to give a whole bunch of money at the end. Ah, that's and I'm key. also going to create a wild card system where four, somewhere between four and six guys can get in the brackets at Worlds who aren't the number ones in the country Ooh. by earning points at other tournaments. And that way, a lot of people are really incentivized to go to these tournaments. That way, you're going to get uh, a crap ton of people at all these tournaments, and they're going to be very widely watched and distributed. You're going to earn a whole bunch of money, and then you can pay the winners. It's an AI style. I would love it. What? We could double enter. Well, I think I would love it, but maybe not. I don't know. I think I would love it. Yeah, so you do, I mean, obviously you wouldn't want them all going to Russia, but so you do, you know, maybe a maximum of two or three per country, and that way you are getting the second best at some, you know, some of the spots. Yeah, watching the worlds and seeing the success that non uh, that former Russians were having was making me think about like the predicament or whatever the situation. I wonder if in like ten years we're gonna have this situation think- in America. I think Sal Kazanov made the finals for. For Russia, he is a Russian who yeah. doesn't wrestle for Russia. Gaziev uh, from Poland is from Dagestan. He won Worlds. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how long is it? I mean, this is sort of small, but it's also true. Like, Sebastian Rivera outscored Yanni Diakamahalas for what it's worth. Yeah. He's not – I don't think we think he's better. He got – also, I said it at the time, and I'm sure you guys probably talked about it. Sebastian, th- that was – that was preposterous how that was officiated, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see that? Oh, my gosh. It's bad. I, I couldn't believe it. I just think... Um, when they put him back down? Well, the, well they put him back down, which is t- technically maybe the, the right call. Um, but it was not. he was not fleeing the hold in any way. That was the bad call. Putting him back down is one thing, but the fleeing was bad. And he... Yeah. So that was kind of garbage. Look, there were five... Yeah, uh, transfers this year that meddled yes and two of them were russians that outplaced their russian counterparts yeah i i brought this up i think you were in oslo but i think we had eight or nine americans wrestling for other countries and i i hope that trend continues in an upward fashion i think it's great so how would the countries would not decide who extra it would be through like a ranking system to, to decide the yeah. wild cards okay yeah. that'd be cool mm-hmm. because it could get cool. pretty fishy if you were like nope uh you know if you want you can just bring 12 wrestlers or whatever and it's like yeah. all right now we leave it up to who to decide the extra two for a team because that's like yeah. what nai does i think like they can yeah. bring 12 guys to their regional tournament or whatever and if they qualify but it's like, who do you give those extra two spots to? No, I would, I, I would do it per individual. I would, I would earn the individual earns the spot, and then we go from there. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Would we see? I do real bracket. We talked about. I would do real brackets, not these shenanigan brackets. I would put together uh, some type of staff who could actually. So since we're having people wrestle in tournaments because we're kind of forcing them to essentially. Um, we're going to seed one through eight, so we have a more legitimate bracket. We're going to do real wrestlebacks. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, I just don't think it's that hard to solve a lot of these issues. All right, 
Little Spidey. Can boy. you imagine the oh Iranian God. fans going nuts when their guys coming back through the backside, Christian? Like the um, NCAs? Hey, a lot of people, like, I don't know. I don't hate Repishage as much. Somebody I do. Forestal backs are great, but, like, look at a lot of tournaments where people just don't care about the backside, really. Including American freestyle tournaments. Yes. Well, yeah. You know, this is the world, and that's that's uh, but I said, and if, if people don't want to watch it, I still want to determine the best third place finisher. I don't want to be randomly drawn by the bracket and how it finishes. That's so dumb. All right, well, the Olympics would still have two bronzes, unfortunately. Next question There were a couple hot debates in the live chat on the final day of men's freestyle better oh. pure athlete, Snyder or Sajalayev? Pure athlete. What does that it's mean? We've never define. seen Sajalai do anything but wrestle. How do we know the answer to that? I don't know. I mean, can't you tell if someone's pretty athletic by watching them wrestle? Jordan Burroughs, he's, he's athletic. I think I, I, I think Sajalayev has the combination of speed, direction change, power in a way that Kyle doesn't. I think he is a, probably a better pure athlete. Hmm. Interesting. He can move in um, a lot more ways than Kyle can move. And he can do it with speed and power. Nah, obviously, he's having more success as a wrestler. But, yeah, I don't know. I would have to see him. When I think of best athlete, I think of something like a decathlon where you're making them do a whole bunch of different activities and motions. Uh, and I've never, I I never seen Sedgwick run. You ever seen him run? Secretariat. So. Um, no, I haven't seen either of them run. I've really. seen Sedgwick run up hills. We, I think we played a video I, of it on here once, actually. This is what we really? should do. We should have a uh, a, a decathlon between Snyder and Sajalayev. Let's I'm settle in. this once and for all. To be honest, I don't care who's the best athlete. I'm trying to be the best at real sports. <laughs> is Not Kyle Snyder a defensive wrestler is the next question. He can, he, is, he can be. He certainly times, can be. But very few times. The majority of the time, he I would say he's the more aggressive guy in the match. Probably a very high percentage. Yeah, I I think the narrative that narrative is getting propelled by. I didn't, hype, I didn't getting, realize that narrative was out there. Getting well is apparently a hot debate in the chat, um, which you guys were uh, loving throughout the World Championships. But I think you watch you watch his uh, his semifinal. That was a pretty. You know, he had a hard time opening up, but I don't think that was him being defensive. I think he was just. Having a hard time getting to his stuff. Go back and watch so. the Tokyo match. He was much more, quote, defensive, unquote, in Oslo, clearly with a different game plan mm-hmm. against Sajalayev. Yeah, he was, more, he was more offensive than Sajalayev in, in Tokyo, for sure. But, yeah. he, you know, he lost. Uh, next question, does Gable destroy Sajalayev or... I don't think he just, no. I don't think he destroys him. I don't think anyone's destroying that guy. He is no. a lot. I mean, forty pounds is a lot. I think it's probably yeah. around forty pounds if I had to guess the difference. Yeah. I do think Gable wins. It's just highly competitive. Size. I'm in for that match. Let's it's highly that. competitive. I think it's competitive. Maybe maybe that is too much size though. And honestly, like man, the the normal thing you would think. With okay, you've got a smaller guy coming up to wrestle the bigger guy. The smaller guy is going to have this athletic and speed advantage. Yeah, but Sajalai is not going to have. I don't. He's not more athletic than Gable. He can't move like Gable, can he? 
I've never even seen him uh, do a backflip. I've never seen him do a backflip. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I think I have. Uh, oh, really? Maybe. With his, I'm sure Sad July can do a backflip, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We know he can do a backflip, so maybe that's out. But I'm not I, sure, but I'm pretty I sure. I think Gable wins. Uh, but there's no doubt that Sad July is the best wrestler in the world right now. Yeah, is, Bo Bassett, is Bo Bassett eligible for 2024 Olympics in terms of age? And what are his chances, do you think, at 57? So I think he would be old enough. Yes. I think he'd be 18 uh, in 2024. Well, be a birth year, so he'd be a birth year 2000, what, 2006 birth year. Oh, my gosh. He certainly thinks he's eligible for the 2024 team if you follow his social media. Yeah. That's what I'm basing that off. I of. feel so old. This kid, we're Young Guns, about... Spencer Lee versus Bo Bassett. What do you Listen, think? I think that's a more of a Let's 2028 narrative. Personally, okay. I, I just think I think in three years, that's just such a such a gap. Even though he's yeah. a phenom, so yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, yeah, we're I... Talk, Gilman's not going anywhere. Dayton Fix is coming down. Spencer Lee is gonna be optimized. I just yeah. Well, guys, the other thing here, let's let's let Bo maybe win some junior level medals or something. He won a cadet level medal this year at I, I don't know what weight class was it, Christian? It was it was lighter. 98? 98? 48. 40, 48. That's it's like hundred pounds. Hundred pounds. Yeah. So like let's just let him develop before we start anointing him on the Olympic team. Um well I'm not. It's just a question. Yeah, but you were you were legitimately considering him versus Spencer, and you know, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. legitimately considering. I it. think that I think there's a legitimate possibility that Bo Bassett will be wrestling there, but I'm not sure of it. And I think let's let him develop a little bit and see. Okay, Mr. Development, is that fair. Now yeah. I'm being the party pooper, huh? Yeah, it's just a question. Jeez, it's not like we're not asking <laughs> Bo to. Yeah. I mean, these are the listen. If you don't like the Bo Bassett questions, you, this may not be the show because they're only going to be more and more. Because he's going to continue to win. He's probably has, it has nothing to do with the specific individual. It has to do with the. Well, age. I know he's young. I know yeah, he's yeah, young. Yeah. But um, every once in a while, you get you get an Aaron Pico, you get a uh, a Spencer, yeah. a Bo. This this is going to be the narrative. Um, yes. I, I remember Chance. This was the narrative. Right. And now that didn't really pan out. Yeah, it didn't. I wonder how many of these early phenoms like this, uh, if we could go back historically, has panned out versus not panned out. I wonder if it's, do you think it's more than half? Well, who is Depends on, on your. Who's on the list? Yeah. Well, so like, uh, you know, one guy, I remember like, uh, remember that Chris Phillips guy, for example, when he beat, he was like the number one at 171 as a freshman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like the Felipe Martinez guy, that's another one that I remember being like, everyone was like, "Oh my God, this guy's the next guy." So there's been a handful um, that have been on that list, and obviously, you see someone like a Pico or a Spencer, uh, they have panned out. Um, I want, I want, just wonder what the breakdown would be. I would, I guys like Felipe, guys like Chris, and and when we're talking about the phenoms, the phenoms all basically had some level of freestyle success along with it. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the differentiator. So I would say I, I, I wouldn't consider. But Phillips was a big one that d- didn't pan out, but didn't didn't seem to like to really love the, the sport. wasn't like his top priority. F- 
Felipe, I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, he moved obviously out of Graham School District, and that was clearly a big factor in that. And but he he could have been a great one. But I I think I don't put Bo and the Pico. I, I think those are sort of a different sort of situation. Really? Well, I mean, I feel, yeah. Skill. I mean, skill wise and accomplishments, he's already won a Cadet <laughs> World title, so he's he's right. He's, you know, he's probably going to win three Cadet World titles most likely. Potentially, yeah. Now look, now look at me. I'm the one putting the cart before the horse. Well, it's <laughs> the, maybe he'll do. Gable. The whole show is the cart before the horse. We're all talking about what's going to happen uh, in the future. That's, oh, yeah. Okay, it, to a certain extent, yes. But you know, cadet to cadet to seniors, a, a very large jump, obviously, right? As opposed to like Spencer Lee from college. You know, Spencer Lee versus Thomas Gilman. Like that's going to happen. It is in the future, but it's going to happen next year. And they're both senior level athletes, essentially. For example, for example, such as Iraq. Yes. Okay. Um, what true freshman do you expect to get in the starting lineup at some point at some of the top ranked schools? From Brian Hellickson. Ah, uh, this year we're talking about. Yeah, I would think Facundo is going to go at sixty five. Think right? so? Uh, if not him, who? I well, I agree. I think Facundo. I don't think Figueroa for sort of obvious reasons with Courtney and McGee and the the guys they have there. I mean, I mean Figueroa's a twenty five, so I don't think you have the old pound for pound rankings that we could look at. We got the old big board. So uh, Gallagher Gallagher is someone I think they should consider. Well, he, uh, he, he's got around fifty seven though because they have Ethan Smith and Karsha. Yeah, do it. Okay. I'd wrestle, I'd wrestle him at 57. I mean, if he can make it, that's what I would do. Why, why not got get it. him out there? Yeah. I think he's he's got the physicality. Yep. He's been there. I think he's pretty ready to rock. I don't think Shane Van Ness, year one, goes. Why, why you think it's going to be Bo Bassett or what? <laughs> yeah, Bo Bassett. Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Bo B name. Uh, you think it's going to be uh, Bo Bartlett? Uh, it could be, maybe it'll be, uh, like Barraclaw or someone. I don't know if he could go 49 again. But if, if Van Ness was the guy, if he was the guy, why, why wouldn't you put it? There's also talking of moving up. I don't think he's moving up. But it where, isn't where always that on deck situation. We saw, we saw they could, they didn't Miles. beat Iowa last year. If they, if they can get another couple points, if Shane Van Ness is really the best guy at 49, why wouldn't we, why wouldn't they put him in there? Yeah, I um, I don't think he's going to be the best guy in year one. Really? Probably not. Wow, you guys were so high on him last I year. I am high on him. I think he's going to be the the truth. But at the end of his, but they're, they did okay, Christian, but they didn't have an NCAA qualifier there last year. So how is he not going to okay, be the best dude. guy? Okay, dude. NCAA I mean, doesn't put out their roster for this year. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's none of your business, frankly. Um. <laughs> I because I mean listen yeah they didn't have a qualifier but li- listen you can make me tell you explain listen. this again you I did you know what happened there you know what the deal was you, everyone knows that Bull was on the level they didn't it, he didn't have enough opportunities at forty nine or he would have qualified allegedly so <laughs> we'll see we'll see I mean the guy okay okay so you're so telling who are they me wrestling <laughs> who's going to be well, the starter on. you're telling me a guy that just won a junior world medal. He's not good enough to qualify for NCAAs. You really don't think 
No, I'm okay. saying he he by definition he he had an attempt and he didn't do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then there's there's a d- discernment and looking between the lines and look one yeah, level he's deeper. Better, he's a better 41. He's a better 141. Yeah. So I would redshirt him this year. Now I don't know how big Shane Van Ness is, and I also don't really know how good he is. I think he's pretty good. And all I'm saying is, if you want Bartlett to not burn another year at 49 because he's a better 41 pounder, then you redshirt him behind Nick Lee. You wrestle the best guy at 149. And, and honestly, if Bo Bartlett is the best guy at 149, I think if you're Penn State, you put the best guy at 149 because you didn't win last year. Um, and you're going to need some points at 149 because that's where you missed last year. You missed 49, 57, 65. You didn't get really eight points there. You need some points. Yeah. I mean, I, they'll probably entertain it. I just, I'm making a prediction that it won't okay. be Shane. Okay. Do you, with Dayton moving up to 61, could you see him moving up to 65 instead of down to 57 for the Olympic year? No. <sighs> Does he have the frame to move up? I don't think so. Not I mean, really. He, he's he's kind of a perfect 61. Sucks. He's perfect for 61. 57 yeah. is going to be tough. He is, I mean, he looks so thick and strong at 61. Yeah. Yes. He's, he is very short. He's not a tall person. Uh, but 65... Those guys are those guys are cutting from. I don't know, fifty five, sixty. Anyways, did, Dayton's not that big, so I don't no, think so. He's not that guy, pal. He, he would he would win he would win a lot of matches at Olympic trials at sixty five. He could win some matches at the world level at sixty five, but like to do what he's setting what he wants to do, which is win world Olympic titles. I don't I don't think sixty five's for him. Yeah. Then again, I agree. How does he? How does a Yanni Dayton match go right now? That yeah, it's it's competitive for sure. But yeah, I know I th- I think you said it right, Krishna. I think you said he's at sixty five. He's really competitive, but it's it's not his best weight. Sixty one's his best weight. Man, fifty seven's gonna be hard for him if he really like just kind of normalizes at sixty one. Fifty seven's gonna be really difficult for him mm-hmm. to get down to. Yes, completely agree. What, when and what is the next, uh, what city is the next world's in, in the U.S.? Well, we don't know. There's not a, another, that's, there's none announced right now. There's hope that maybe before the 28 Olympics in 27, we would get the world championships. That would be super epic, but uh, that's obviously a long way off. Next year is in uh, Belgrade, Serbia which right. I don't know anything about. But I didn't know anything about Oslo, and it was the greatest place I ever went. So, greatest ex- place? That's a, that's a, oh, by far. Than Austin, Texas? Well, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd live there, but uh, it's the best place I visited. Really? What oh, was yeah. so great about it? Everything the was rain. Good. The rain. The, the people, just the overall vibe of the city, the food. Um, it was really fun to get around. Christian ate whale. I I did not. He hates animals. I did not eat an endangered species. I did not eat any whale. Not that I didn't eat whale for. I did not eat any whale, but I will not apologize for it if I did. And if any of my coworkers did, they did what they did. (laughs) What's the difference? Oh wow, we can eat deer and cows, but don't eat a whale. What's the difference? I I didn't eat whale for the record. I'm just saying. (laughs) If I ate a whale, say that you're like talking in a circle. I wish I ate a whale now. Because I could get even more fired up and really defend myself, but I didn't eat well. 
That's funny. Is, no, it, can you, is there something? Is I mean, I guess they're all, are all whales endangered species? No, they I can't all so. be endangered. Whale. There's got to be some healthy healthy whale populations. Whale meat or blubber is consumed in Norway, Japan, Russia, Canada, and the state of Alaska One for cultural it. reasons. There you go. Is eating whale illegal. Whaling is illegal in most countries. However, Iceland, Norway, and Japan still actively engage in whaling. Over a thousand whales are killed each year for their meat and body parts to be sold for commercial gain. One whale goes a long way. That's all I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Belgrade, Serbia. That'll be exciting. With the end of the 2021 world, we've seen a lot of good American international wrestling. Who's your favorite American to watch this year? Who's your favorite international wrestler to watch? Gilman stands hmm. out to me as an exciting example. Well, so, favorite international. I really like the 61 from Russia, Abiskazi Magomedov. I like him a lot. I like how he he's just he's smooth. He's really tough, scrappy. He does he does some unique things that you don't see a lot. He's a pinner, which is really uncommon and especially outside of the Americans, they just yeah. don't work that and I asked him about that. He didn't really have like a specific reason. He's like no, but he basically said no one ever taught me this. It's just something I sort of figured out and he basically said I it's it's better to get the pin than to wrestle a full six minutes. So mm-hmm. but he's one of the rare guys that consistently gets pinfalls. Um which yeah. is why I think he's really cool. Um Odaguru nice. up there he's, for me. He's nasty. Who'd you say? Yeah. Odaguru. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Really? Yeah. Japan's lightweights are so much fun to watch. They are. They're so fast and like quick slick. And they, and they put on they put on pace, um, similar yeah. to Americans. So they're a lot of fun. Such live is f- cool to watch, but almost not fun he's unless yeah, he's wrestling such live. I can't stand watching him, honestly. You can't stand it? No. It's just like it's 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 boring. Listen. I can I appreciate. I tell you every day, he's the freaking best in the world. I don't have to like it. I don't have to like watching him. Aesthetically, he's boring to me. I don't think he does cool stuff. Not as bad. He as does cool deal, stuff. Yes, Christian's right. I, I agree with Christian on this. One. He's a snoozer, and he he kills everyone. Puts up Snooze ten points. Just watching guys get. He, I just don't think he's fun. He's not fun. That's why I said he's not maybe the most fun to watch, but I still well, I very much enjoy I thought this was the question it. was, well, who's the most fun to watch? Isn't that the question? That's the question. It's not who's the best. Who's the most fun? I, well, Sag Alive's up. Ooh, let me. I'm not I'm not rushing to my TV. Okay. okay. I, I, so I was go, thinking about. I, like, I still very much appreciate watching him every time. Big difference. I do. You're right. You're right. I, that was not the question. You don't like him. <laughs> um, I um, like. Uh, on the American side, who's our favorite? Do Americans? I get to pick out? You guys are ignoring me. I'm just oh, gonna pick some. I'm sorry. I like Bajrang. I like Chimizo. I like Odaguru that you mentioned. I also find Sedulayev to be not all that exciting. Um, Chimizo can be very like... not exciting as well sometimes. But he'll Ooh. do one thing a match. You'll be like, no other humans yes. can move like that. Yes. Uh, that's and that's just just the way he flows and scrambles is tremendous. Uh, Let's see. Who else do I like? Uh, I actually like Yaznani, but I don't like yeah. him. I like watching him. I don't really enjoy I, I hope he loses David Taylor every time, but I do enjoy watching him. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I thought that meant you were picking him. 
or you wanted him to win next time. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> Americans? Um, yeah, I might show up in Dallas with my horn. You never know. Americans should show up with horns. <laughs> Man, they were loud. And they're, they're, it's not like there's a lot of horns. There's like one to two in the crowd, but all you need is one. One guy to get the party started. And then you've got a, you've got a raucous chant. Um... Man, I mean, Vincent West wants to know what Snyder has to do to beat Sajulayev. Man, if we knew, we wouldn't probably be doing this job. No one knows yeah. how to beat that guy. No one. Yep. You got the. You got. You got the. Well, my you know, good. My guess last, is what he's going to do in Oslo was pretty spot on. Is he's not going to do much, but that second shot clock point hurt, and you know, so I think he probably thought he could go one one, and then maybe get a push out at the end or something for that. Effect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um Oh, who's our favorite Americans to watch this year? Probably Gable. Yeah. I mean, the way, like, it was, you know, him making the team finally, and then the what if, or like the what could be, the questions surrounding the Olympic run, and then when he came out just smashing dudes. The way he just puts people's face through the mat. Amazing. And uh, obviously the last second comeback in the finals was one of, if not the highlight of my wrestling fan dumb career, mm-hmm. watching that was incredible. So, it, it's probably. Oh, been hey, I meant able. to bring this up. Sorry, did you realize what match was? It was a world. Was it a world final? It was Gilman and Iranian, right? Where they they just said they can cut him now. Now remember, so Gable yeah, did it. It did like, happen wait, again. You can't do that. Was it Gate? Was it Gilman? I don't. And, what final was it? I think you're right. The the Iranian got the takedown. And he tried to go back both up really quick. And, and they let him. They they yelled at him. They said you can't do that and shit. But then they started him neutral. Well, yeah. that's what I've I've seen that before. Where they will say, hey hey hey, don't do that. I've seen that before, but I've never seen it where like there's like okay, everything is fine. But Continue. essentially, if there's no penalty points, then you yeah, can just do it. I mean, even if you yelled at, so. I mean, and I think you should be able to do it. If you don't want, if you don't want to work on top, that's your right to not want to I agree. work on top. Whatever. Yeah. Um, There's nothing more annoying when, like, you you just know, like, hey, I can't turn this dude, and you're looking up the referee like this, and they're like, and you're yeah. like, no, I'm not going to try anything because I can't freaking turn him. And they're like, <laughs> that's what they're like. Put me up already, damn it. Yeah. I you, like know, it. you know exactly the look I'm saying, Christian, don't you? Oh, I, we all know that look. We all know that look. It's so annoying. It's like, no, I'm not. I refuse to try to turn this person because they're sweaty or from whatever reason I don't want to. I'm not going to try to turn them. The ref's like, keep working. Like, so no, for me, other than Gable, I mean, Jordan, seeing his resurgence, uh, he's often been my favorite because his matches are often – nerve-wracking and exciting <laughs> for various reasons. It seems like every time it's just like, here we go again. This could be another one where we're freaking out f- for the majority of it, and he's going to do something heroic or epic and, and win the match. Um, so uh, probably. I really love watching Gilman this year, and I think maybe just because there was such a bump in performance or something, but uh, he had a lot of really fun matches to watch. Yeah. He was very fun. Okay. Um... Let me see here. I think we're probably good to go. I think we did it. You guys got tacos, huh? Oh, yeah. You already know, bro. Mm. Come on down. Get you a taco. Man, those tacos oh, we got to the one place were go. giant. They were yeah, like burritos. burritos. 
Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ben. Thanks to you. Thanks to JD. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Thursday. We'll be full of tacos still. Oh, if yeah. all things goes planned. Hope you guys are excited for the uh, Iowa, Oklahoma State, USA, Iran. We sure are. February 12th. It's an early... Va- fellas, early Valentine's gift, perhaps? Take your... Here we go. Take your... Uh, Take your sweetie. I'm sure they would all love that. She would love it. She's got, just take her. I'm a ladies' man. Believe me. I know women. They're going to love it. Trust me. I guarantee it. Thanks so much, guys. See you tomorrow.